Welcome to the Big Red Rundown, the best 30 to 45 minutes of your day that we will definitely not go longer than. As four diehard fans of Nebraska sports, we thought that we would spend our time wasting yours talking about Nebraska football, basketball, volleyball, baseball, and pretty much anything else that involves the University of Nebraska. So kicking off this week, guys, we, I mean, I, I didn't really watch a whole bunch of these games, but the volleyball team lost again, you know, not great. They got swept in straight sets by Louisville. It, they've been playing some difficult teams, playing yeah. some of the top teams in the nation. So, man, it's hard. To, it's hard with a younger team missing st- still some parts to get things rolling. But they got to get they got to get that offense going, man. Since that Creighton game, they've they, they have not been able to get it rolling. So. Louisville's ranked fifth, isn't they? They were number they? five. Yep, top okay. five. That's what I thought. Yeah, I feel like they they started off really strong and looked looked the part, looked like a top five team, yep. beat some good teams, but really they've just. Yeah, I, th- I feel like you're seeing as the season's going on that that just maturity level in the team just being so so young. I think you're seeing that that play out in the grind of the season. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm already on the fire John Cook train. So, oh my I'm starting gosh, a, I'm starting I'm just a, about to say, <laughs> making some t-shirts. Saying, fire John we're Cook. Some t-shirts. Oh we're gonna start interviewing new coaches tomorrow. We so. can just do a whole <laughs> campaign to fire all coaches, fire all the coaches in the whole country, and then put them in a pool. And we'll do, you know, roulette and we'll pick them all and we'll go to different teams. So <laughs> I like it. I want to end up with Scott Frost. So <laughs> <laughs> the, baseball, the baseball team ended up uh, beating Creighton in the first scrimmage of the offseason. They looked awesome. I, I only was able to watch part of it because for some reason they only had it live streamed to Twitter. They couldn't have a U- Weird. no YouTube, no really? local, nothing. It was only on Twitter. So I was, you know, doing what I was doing, doing my thing. Um, and I, I could only catch up um, on parts of it. But they looked good, man. The, the young guys are still playing really solid. Max Anderson looked awesome. Um, and then my, my I think my highlight of the of the game, I only got to watch part of it, but Drew Christo, son of the number one all-time name team member at Nebraska, Monty Christo from the, I think it was from the 80s. Did Monty play in the 80s? I think Monty Christo played in the 80s. But his son, Drew, is a pitcher for the Husker. And, man, he's mm-hmm. going to be special. He he was throwing high 90s already. Monte Cristos freshman. are delicious sandwiches. They are, so. they are also oh. incredible sandwiches. So Shout out to Cheddar's. If you go to Cheddar's. Shout out Ooh, to Cheddar's. Cheddar's. Monte Cristo. Scratch me that raspberry oh, sauce. Man. Yeah, man. Oh, oh, man. Last time I was there, that's what I got. Oh, Just a free free you, plug for, okay, uh, but you for Cheddar's. You need to down after you eat that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, dude, yeah. It's like you, you're gonna, <laughs> you, you immediately have like a sugar-induced coma. Oh, for. So I think a Monte Cristo is just like a ham and cheese sandwich wrapped in funnel cake. Yeah, basically, with, yeah, you <laughs> sprinkle some powdered sugar, dip it in raspberry jam. Sounds good mm. to me, man. I, I don't know. It. When you describe it, I'm kind of like, I ate that? Dang. You ate that. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. It, just, it sounds like a gimmick you food. You would, it sounds like a gimmick food you would eat at like a state fair or something yeah, like right. that. But no, it's just at restaurants. So it's good I, thought, stuff. I used to think it was a Nebraska thing, but apparently yeah. not. Apparently it's just a sandwich that people like. Named after a pitcher. It's a thing. Named after, named after the pitcher's dad who played football in Nebraska. Boom. What is it? The Count of Monte Cristo? We're getting too far off here, well. I think. But um, <laughs> the, other, the other thing that happened this weekend wah, 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 is the Nebraska football team lost 23-16 to to Oklahoma on the road in Norman. But again, guys, this felt like it should have been at least 23-25 to in Nebraska's favor or 23-21 or to in the slightest at, for Oklahoma's favor. I mean, we left, what, nine points out, out there? 
on. Yeah. I, so at this point with missed field goals, I can't even, I don't even know if I can say we left points out there because we haven't proved that we can ever make them really. I mean, we had that one really, the 51, 51 yarder, 51 but, but you know great. what I mean? Like we, we say those are potential points, but you have to prove that you can actually get those points to begin with. And so, but I, I agree. Like we should have had, I would say, let's see, let's call it at least six of those points of field goal and that PAT debacle i feel like at least six points were left out at there least for sure. six yeah which is just rough because that that one field goal he missed what was that was a 54 yarder 54 and he had and the leg the and it, it hit the post it i mean skimmed it, the post like eight inches to the side and it's in that's a very low percentage kick with the best of kickers in college and so right I, you know the other one he just straight up shanked it so <laughs> yeah. yeah that was rough dude that was, had to have been all in his head because it was on the right hash too. Yeah, yeah he, he just he just so he bad. just like duck hooked that thing. Man. Oh. Yep, I was a little bit more upset by the just the blocked PAT than I was the oh, missed field goals because the blocked PAT just looked kind of like less effort. I, mean, I, I feel like, like I had a bad dream about that after. Like that's oh, just like <laughs> it's ruining my sleep right now. So it's just like the effort. Like I think oh, I don't want to name drop him. I think it was Ethan Piper. That Probably just oh, like guy just blows, like, dude. Yeah. Well, it like, also doesn't help that Kellen Meyer, I mean, freshman, first time ever kicking on the road against the number three team in the nation. Sorry, but why do you kick that ball uh, so low, dude? Yeah. That ball would have hit the offensive lineman <laughs> in the head anyways. He kicked that ball, line drive, so low. And, and you could call into question the coaching like decision on that to put him in in that moment. Um but at the same time, if he makes it, you're like, oh, that's a great coaching decision. You know, it just yeah. it just didn't play out Zane, again. Another special teams thing did not play out. So, yeah. yeah, Zane, you had a great tweet. You said something like you can't celebrate Nebraska for more than 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. Without something going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I tweeted that. I definitely like retweeted it and liked it a billion times. <laughs> speaking of Twitter, join our Twitter. Account. Yeah, speaking of Twitter, follow us on Twitter. We've been tweeting a bunch. I got rid of my personal Twitter on my phone. I only have the big red rundown Twitter. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes if you see all of the negative things, that's for sure Zane. <laughs> you, you guys, when you <laughs> watching a game with Zane, it, it's a trip, oh, man. Like, got to experience. Oh it. man, it's like within thirty seconds of the game, we're gonna lose. Oh, it's hey, just like, well, yeah. I'm not, the thing is, and I said this the other day, I'm not wrong though, which it, is the worst part. I know. And I, I was you, you were saying on that, uh, like having a bad dream on that that blocked extra point. I vividly remember I, I made the loudest noise I've made in a long time. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch. I it was, was watching like, it with Drew and Alyssa and James, and and we're like a wounded dog. I I was like, oh my gosh! I was screaming, <laughs> and they weren't saying anything. And then I just I just sat down and didn't even look at the TV. And I was like, and then I heard them say, well, at least it's only going to be two points. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh this is the worst. This is the worst thing that could possibly happen. Put it on oh Nebraska's gosh, tab yeah. for just stupid stuff. That and happens. then yeah, and then I tweeted. I was like, I think we've checked the boxes for every single possible way that we could lose a football yeah, game. It's amazing. I think now we're just repeating. Well, hopefully at that, like those, those boxes are checked. So now let's start checking boxes on how to win checking games, right? How to win. Let's do it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Once again, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a pessimistic Husker fan. Don't get me wrong. Everything I'm saying comes from my absolute diehard love for the Nebraska football team. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to get to the point where I'm not a Husker football fan, but I I just can't I can't make myself 
happy about things that genuinely make me dishappy. See, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call you a pessimistic fan because by the time game game day is coming up, you're you're pretty pumped up and positive. Oh, like yeah, you yeah. usually have the most positive predictions, but like you just ride hot on things. Like oh, it's either yeah. really good or really bad. Oh, yeah. Like it, it just and that that pendulum swings really quickly. It's just like it does. It does without a doubt. Yeah. So and it's a curse. <laughs> After the game, Adrian Martinez had a bit of an interview talking about moral victories. He said the team's not about moral victories. They lost the game, but how do how are you guys feeling after this Oklahoma game? Uh, you want me to start? Since yeah, I'm let's just this one. going into our healthy debates here, right? Uh, shout out to Cody, my my friend Cody, for sending in these healthy debate questions today. So yeah, uh, let's shout yeah go for Cody. it. That this first one is: Are we happy with the moral victory or frustrated that we had a shot and fell short? So Zane, take her away. Um, I am once again just frustrated out of my mind. I think, I think I'm over the. I think a lot of people are taking too much of what Joel Klatt said after his. I think it's nice. Thank you, Joel Klatt. It, it, shout out to Joel Klatt. <laughs> shout out to Joel Klatt. But I think people are are assuming too much and thinking too much of that because if I remember correctly, I think he said the exact same thing in 2018 after we lost on the road at Ohio State when we mm -hmm. lost by lost by four. Yeah. We went into that game up at halftime on the road with a freshman quarterback, and I think he was like, this is close. You guys are better. And then, I mean, every year we have those games. Last year at Iowa, you know, their top what I think they were a top 10 team at the time top 15 team at the time when we played them yep. lost by one on the road you know it's like we're, we're really close we're so close I I think we had a good effort I think there was too much too much left on the field once again for me to think you know once we start doing this thing and doing this thing then we'll then we'll get it under control and we'll start winning I just I don't know if if it's a moral victory in any way for me I think I think I'm tired of the moral victory talk. I'm just super frustrated that once again it happened. We we should beat this team. Whether we deserved to beat them or not, we should have beat them based on our play. And we didn't because of only because of ourselves. Yeah, the rest, we can get into the rest a little bit more too. That was horrible as well. But I, I'm kind of over the moral victory talk. I'm, I'm just pretty much flat out frustrated with, with, the, with the way things happened again. I enjoyed watching it and enjoyed the good parts of it. But at the end of the game, man, again, I was just like, this just stinks. Like, yeah. it, will, will it ever? I think it will. But will it ever get straightened out yeah. to where we come out on top? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, we lost. So yeah. it's like, it's hard to to be happy about losing. But I don't know. I feel a little bit different after this game. And part of it, I am a Joel Klatt fan. So I, I, really, <laughs> oh, this guy. I really appreciated I like Joel hearing Joel I like Klatt. Joel Klatt. I think yeah. he's just a great analyst. And I really appreciated what he said because, I don't know, so for the past, well, I guess the entire Scott Frost era, you hear in press conferences all the time, like, hey, we're getting close. We had the best practice ever. Like, we're getting close. And I never really believed it because I never saw it on the field. Mm -hmm. But this game against Oklahoma was a little bit different for me. And here's why. I think our quarterback play is finally there. I think yeah. this year, Adrian Martinez is actually step like he's looking a little bit closer to what he did his freshman year. He does look really he looks good. I mean, he's going to have his couple Stop mistakes in the nation and pretty much every statistic. He's yeah. making good decisions. He he's looks getting, calm, man. He, he looks, looks he's calm. poised. It's and a, that's a different. I think Adrian. the last couple seasons under Frost, the quarterback play was just up and down. A mm -hmm. Like I finally think that man, Adrian Martinez is playing the best of his career, and I have a lot of confidence in that. And for the first time, I'm like, yeah, I. I see it is just the stupid little things because we 
we are close if we wasn't for our offensive line getting mm-hmm. like the fact that we had how many four false starts on that first drive. First drive, yeah. And we and still, we overcame still it. put points still on the board. Points. When does what? what? Like, we did that with the penalties. We overcame them that, points like, on the board almost. That's every why time. I'm like I'm beating my head against the wall oh, because if we don't sure. do that, right? We, we win. Here's why I think we're getting close. It goes back to what you were saying last week, Drew. That there was a lot of things that could have gave us some hiccups last week against Buffalo, but we overcame them. Even in the little bit of the drives, we still put points on the board. We had four false starts in our first drive. Yeah. We still stayed into the game the entire time. I think. Last year's team, two years ago's team, it's going to, we get blown out or we just like lose it from there. Like they're starting to see the shift, I think, in this team where we're still making mistakes, yes. Oh, but yeah. the mistakes aren't like taking the team out of the game yet. And so there's yeah. little progress that I'm seeing. I think that was probably one of the things that I was, that I would think is a moral victory. We had, we had those four false starts on the first drive and we still, you know, we overcame them and we, we got mm. points. Those things in the past, definitely, like, I think even from Bo Pelini, like, when those things happened, it was it was game over. It was like, game over. Might right? as well have punted. I remember we were talking, like, within, I think it was Scott's second year in 2019, when we start a drive with a first down and without a penalty on the first possession, we, we almost always scored. I think yep. that was what we were yep. talking about back then. And now it's like, it doesn't, we don't talk about that because we overcome those in the first place. If we don't get the, if we don't get the first down automatically or, you know, or we don't get the, um, the penalty or we do get the penalty, we still overcome them and we still seem to make something out of it, which yeah. I think, I guess could be taken away as a definite positive for sure. Yeah. So, so here's, here's what I think. Like I started off feeling like you, Chris, and just really looking at, okay, man, we were in the the fact that we were in this game. I heard like 75% of the money on the betting lines came for Oklahoma to beat the spread against us. Like that 22 and a half points. Yeah. 75% of the money came in to, for that, for them to beat us by more than that. Um, I think people need to stop betting the over on the over under against Nebraska because we yeah. almost, we're almost always under because yeah, that defense, defense stays in it. And yeah, defense it, is great. But you know the perception of Nebraska, and even from ourselves, we've seen just too many blowout losses against really good teams and just good teams. Like part of me is like, okay, well, we were in that game, we gave ourselves a chance to win. But then I, the more I've looked back on it, you know, there's so much of what Frost has done. Is about reestablishing the culture at Nebraska, but I'm sorry if that culture isn't a culture that's winning games. There's something broken about it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not healthier, and you know it, it's it's not better things like that. But that culture eventually has to be a winning culture, right? Yep. And and so if there's still all of these things that are leading to the point where we just can't get over that hump, yeah, we might put a better product out on the field. We might keep it respectable. We might overcome up these moments of adversity. Those are all really good things, and I, you can build off of those. But eventually, like, it, eventually that has to turn. Mm-hmm. And, and until it does, like this, this could have been this marquee signature victory for Scott Frost. Yep, could have been. It could have been. It could have been a game that turned things around. But once again, it wasn't. It was not. And, yeah. and I feel like we've and had. And we're trying. I think as this fan base, I think building off that. I think as a fan base, we're trying to still turn it into that. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it, that's exactly where, where I'm going with that, right? Like I feel like we're we're coming up with these victories from losses, and I'm yeah. sick of doing that. And and so while I still and positive on things like here's here's the thing Oklahoma's a good team I I think they're probably I don't know if they're the number three team in the country um I I don't know if Spencer Rattler's that good yeah um I I don't 
I feel like they are a good team, and they they're going to defense. And I also think defense. this, and this will go into our next debate. The Big Ten is just really good this year. Yeah. And I feel like it, you're seeing it when they're playing teams from other conferences. We're winning games, mm-hmm. right? And so I, it's great that we we had such a good showing against number three team, a Big 12 team, but we have to we have to put this together against the other Big Ten teams, and that'll get into our next topic. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand where that's coming from, but here here's where I get a little frustrated with Husker fans sometimes. Um, I predicted Nebraska to lose by like 21 points. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I picked that was my prediction I predicted him to lose by and five. so for me to come next week and see us close to winning and be upset that we didn't win I think is a little like my expectation wasn't for us to yeah. win it going goes, into this agreed. game agreed. and so it's it's hard for me like I, I like I think like looking at how we played against Illinois I think we are a better Fluke. team against Oklahoma even though we lost and we were against Illinois so for me that is a step Closer in the right direction. For sure. Definitely. Hey, and, it, so, and also, sorry to cut you off, but like if, if we would have beaten Illinois, I feel I would have felt much better about this loss. Exactly. You know what I mean? If we're sitting here three exactly. and one, I would have been like, man, we're three and one. We barely lost the number three team. Yep. I'm feeling way better about our season and just this, this team in general. So you know what I mean? So that, that's a good point to bring Illinois back into it. Yeah, right. And so, um, and I'm not saying like we're we're a step away or like we're, we're going to be national championships here. We're going to win the big 10 soon. Like all I'm saying for me is when we lost to Illinois, I was hitting the panic button, mm-hmm. but now I think I've slowed down on the panic button because I see, man, th- like the fact that we held Oklahoma to 23 points, like sure. We could say like they're they're a little overrated, but I'm also like tired of just giving the other team the excuse as well. Yep. Like, we said, well, Buffalo's maybe not that good of a team as we thought they were. They also just they went tail to tail with Coastal Coast Carolina, Carolina, who's yeah. a top twenty-five team, and they took them down and this lost by three Great points. They were a top twenty team you know last I mean? year. So like defense, that, that's a solid team. And yeah. Oklahoma, like it or not, they're still ranked number four today. Yep. We yep. have to play Great who's point. on our schedule, and so I don't want to also make excuses for the other team of well, they're not that good. Nebraska should have beat them. Um, I'm I'm genuinely I was. Of course, sad that we lost because it, it was close. Mm-hmm. But I also am not going to beat us up too much and just think that Oklahoma is overrated because everyone's saying they're the number three team. They have Spencer Rattler, who is a Heisman candidate. Um, sure, he hasn't been playing yeah. to what he, everyone thought he would, but that's Lincoln Riley that we just played. Like, yeah, man. If you just look coach. at how many he got out coached, he got. I feel like he got out coached. Was we we haven't been able to say that too much, you know? And if you actually if you look at how many streaks we broke uh, for Oklahoma right. on scoring yards, yeah. all these things like that's an, that's an impressive victory. So you can say what you want about, Oh may like, you know, I'm the one that just said it. They're maybe not as good as they, you know, people think they are, but they still had those streaks going right. and Lincoln Riley just does that with whoever he has. And so like they're, I'm with you. I'm you'll, you'll learn this throughout the pod. Like I'm a very optimistic Husker fan. I'm pretty real realist with it, but I'm the guy that's like giving props to the other team for the things they're, they're oh, doing. Dude, well, it just irks me. Zane wants to punch <laughs> me through the games. I don't want to punch you. It's just, yeah. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Dude. When, when they make a play, I'm like, do you give them props? You know, like they, they, they make a play, you know, um, I hate it. <laughs> I'm the guy that like, I will always root against the big, yeah. I was rooting hard for Auburn. To yeah. Penn state. Yeah. And I hate the sec, but I don't, I don't want any, any of my rivals to win ever. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, at the, at the same time, you know, uh, it, there, a lot of things went well and yeah, we yeah. did show out against a very good team. Well coached team that, that has, if anything, like say what you want about the win loss, the fact that we held 
Oklahoma, Oklahoma to 23 points. The longest, I think their longest play from scrimmage was like 23 yards. Like our yeah. D, our secondary just shut down the long passes and stuff. Yep. They just right. did. They had two plays we, over 20 yards. We almost kept our streak alive of the holding them under 400 yards, but they had 408. Barely, Barely man. Yeah. It's like one those that, on that last drive. I remember they had like one play for like 13 yards. I'm like, yeah. crap. There it is, you know? And, yep. and, and, but we almost kept that streak going. Like those are all positives, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's close. I think one thing I want to mention before we move into the next part is that successful drives are measured i think by the f by the football power index as reaching your opponent's 40 yard line and on average the league-wide average in the ncaa is to come out of successful drives averaging i think four points of possession so if you get past and you average four points all year then that's that's like average yeah nebraska's been averaging 2.6 points yeah. per successful drive yeah we get we That's, get past the forty and we miss field goals or we can't goals, get yeah. touchdowns or we get blo- like or go for it on fourth and eighteen which we had to do by oh, the way yeah. and but that actually just, set us up well but it's just well below yeah. the league that's, average that's and you're been not, you're not going to win games that's been a frost thing like our offense moves the ball and we can't put it in the end yep. zone that was yep. the thing about Riley man, with Riley's offense like he I mean he moved the ball ball pretty well in the system but he put the ball in the end zone like we yep. scored points under with with Mike Riley it just frost hasn't. I feel like we're getting better with that. Like we've mm-hmm. sh- we've seen s- glimpses of it, signs of it, but yep, we got to score from outside the twenty, I guess. But yep. we'll yeah. see if we can change that in the next couple games. We got to, we. I mean, literally, we have the hardest schedule remaining, guys, in all oh. of college football. Oh my gosh! So yeah. I know we we all we all discussed probably not probably not beating Oklahoma. So that didn't that didn't go. No, none of us picked us to beat them. Yep. Yep. Right? Ultimately, that yep. didn't go against our predictions for the season or our path to a bowl game. But looking at the remainder of this season, now that we play another top 20 team in our next game. Wow. 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 Yay. Awesome. Um, what, what do you guys think that it's going to take for this next couple? What we got eight games left. Um, how do we get to a bowl game? Do we, do we get to a bowl game? Does this game change our prediction on the season? Do we, for overall record? Like what's going on here for the rest of the season? All right. So let's just break down. We have eight opponents left. All right. This is, this is kind of crazy to, to look at this. Okay. Um, so with the eight remaining teams that we have left, we need to win four of those games to make a bowl. Let's just talk about a bowl. Like if we can make a bowl game out of this, right? Okay. If we lose this week, yeah. Okay, like that I, I'm saying this because I just want to talk about how important this week's game is. Okay. If we lose this week, we have to win four of the next seven, but let's bring this week's game in. Okay. On this list of people that we have to beat is uh, Michigan state this week. What, what were they ranked? Where they come in at 20, 20, 20. they're ranked 20th. Okay. Here's our remaining teams. Number 19, Michigan, who looks good. Yeah. Like yeah. Harbaugh's got them going this year. I don't yeah, know. They, they haven't really been under the radar a little bit. Yeah, I agree. They haven't really been tested, but I, they're good. Okay. Number 10, Ohio state. Uh, and let's be honest, could could be beatable. They could be, but I bet they're ranked higher than ten by when we see them. Like I think they'll get they the ball rolling. Against they, Tulsa. I know, but, but yes. I, I agree. Um, number eighteen, Wisconsin. Another, another great defensive radar, team. Great defense, man. but man, I, it's that's another game I'm gonna have a hard uh, time with. I know that. Uh, let's then let's go to number five, Iowa. <laughs> number five, Iowa. Get okay. out of here, Matthias, producer right. man. <laughs> Number five, Iowa. You're going to have to leave right, for that. Hold game. on, hold on. We, then we, we have Minnesota, who <laughs> honestly... On the road. I'm, I'm going to guess they will be ranked when we play them on the road. I mean, probably, yeah. Huh. Okay, then we, we have we have Northwestern. Out of Colorado, 30-0. Yep. We have Northwestern, who th- doesn't look great, but seems to always play as tough no matter... Duke. No matter great, what they're, they're, I feel like they're just one of those teams. Like they just, especially us. And by the time Always we play, play they just play yeah. stuff. We got them at home this year. And then and we have every time. Yeah. 
And then we have Purdue, which we should destroy. Again. Yeah. But we also should have beat Illinois. And so, yeah. you know, like, I don't want to even really overlook any Man. game, right? Okay, so somehow, out of those eight games, potentially, for sure right now, five are ranked. Probably, I'm going to guess six will be ranked when we play them, uh, including Minnesota. We have to come up with four victories. Okay. Two of them Man. top ten. Three, uh, four of them top 20. That Illinois loss looks really bad right now for right. us. Here, here's what we have so to do. Bad. We have to win the games that we just were supposed to win. Let's I'm going to go and call for sure, like Purdue and Northwestern. We have to win those two. Yep. Then we have to win a game that we were not, we're not supposed to win because we lost to Illinois. Right. So, so I like that. I, we man. Have, I like that. We have Iowa and that we have Michigan at home this year. I think if we go to the big house and Michigan's ranked, that's going to, it's going to be a little rough, Man, but guys. I remember the first time Scott Frost, like his first big 10 game, we went to the big house and lost like 59 to seven or something stupid. So, yep. Cause I, I don't know. Yeah. That was the Wyatt Missouri game. If you forget, forget I do that. remember. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I just, I'm looking at the schedule and I remember at the beginning of the season, people talking about how hard the schedule was. And I, I agreed Literally with it, but the hardest schedule but remaining, the, but the big 10 is showing like they're a surprise team. Michigan state was not supposed to be ranked 20th right no, now and three, and you know, and yeah. they're, they looked good. Michigan wasn't supposed to be that good. You know, uh, I don't know. It, it looks, it's daunting. Yeah. I think, I mean, if I could give a quick rundown, I think we, I think we, oh man, We'll give our score predictions for this next, this coming game um, and a little bit here on the podcast. But I think we beat Northwestern. I think we beat Michigan. I think we surprised some people when we beat Michigan at home. I think that's a that's a pride game. I think that's another era game where we, you know, however much of a chip on our shoulder from 1997 that we have or whatever it is. <laughs> I think we I think we beat Michigan and surprised people. I think we maybe struggle some against Minnesota, but I think I think they're injured enough and I think we'll be healthy enough and are we coming off a bye at that point? I think we have a bye after no, Michigan. No, yeah, no, it's Michigan then Minnesota. Our bye comes after, Mi- okay, the Minnesota, after Minnesota, Minnesota before Purdue. That'll be a rough game. Minnesota's rough. I say we probably well, I say lose that game. Um, I think we beat Purdue. I think that Ohio State at home, that's another game huge that game, we could man. win, man. That's a huge game. That might game. be one of those we have to that's win. That's a toss-up. If we want to, I think it's either going to come down to beating Ohio State. I think by the time we get to Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Iowa, I think we're going to have to win one of those we games have to, to get to a bowl have game. have to win one of them. Yep. And I think, P- I mean. Potentially two. Potentially two I, of them. One. We yeah, have to win one. Which one. would be crazy. And, so. Man, and. Ohio State at home. Okay, it's Ohio State. I don't really care if it's at home. They destroyed us last time. Going to Camp Randall is it's never good. Never it's good. Just, yeah. And yeah. Iowa at home. Jumping Iowa's out, I feel like we face. just match up well against Iowa and things like that. I think I feel like it's going to be a game, but we're gonna be a big underdog yeah. walking into that one. I predict yeah. we go to the point setable, we play Florida, and we beat them by a hundred points. So <laughs> That's my Florida. final prediction. Put the hammer down, Luke Sylvia, in your face. We're going to smash you. So, goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> Stick it with the shout outs. It's going to be a rough season. Uh, uh, maybe. Maybe it won't be. But regardless, it's going to be a difficult remainder of this season. Yeah. You know? What do you some, think? Some what do you think, Chris? Wins. Okay, so I think the thing about the schedule that's hard for me is I don't think it's a lack of Nebraska's capability to go toe-to-toe and win these games. I think it's more of how these games line up. Like, mm-hmm. this two-week series that we have right now where we just came off of Oklahoma and now go play Michigan State, that scares me more than playing just Michigan State. It's the fact that we're coming off of Oklahoma. Even the way we play On the road. On the road? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is our team gassed? Yeah. Did our team, like, put it all out there and, like, we're kind of limping into know. this week? I don't week? think they did. I yeah. don't know. That's my, that's my only concern, though, about the schedule is, like, I think... 
if we played Michigan State before we played Oklahoma, like say like we flip flopped it, like I think we beat Michigan State. Yeah. But I'm just a little worried of like it's like one right after the other of hard games. Like, is that going to take a toll? That's going to. I mean, we're going to see how strong this it, team is. At least we have two buys left. You know what I mean? Right. That, with with having that week zero game, that works in our favor. Yep. I think, even though I don't feel like Frost has done great coming off of buys. No. But, you know. Um. As far as staying healthy, like, because I mean, if you looked this week, I think part of the reason we had success is because we were healthier out there. We had Vokalek back out there who provided a a boost. We, you know, like even though we weren't running the ball great, um, you know what I mean? Better than we have all year. Yeah. (laughs) In some ways it's deceiving. Our yards weren't there, but that's because Ragey, well, Adrian was shut down. And so like, that's why we didn't have the yards. I feel like we were running the ball about like we had been with our running backs, you know? Uh, So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how the rest of this game, how the rest of this season plays out. Uh, I mean, God willing, we get to a bowl game and yep. we beat Florida. By I think 100. if we get to a bowl, that means we for sure win Purdue, Minnesota. I think those two you have to win. No, I feel like losing to Illinois, we have to beat Minnesota. Yep, That's that absolutely. one that we I just think it's have Northwestern, to. Purdue, Minnesota have to be your lock games. So that, that yeah, you win, you have to maybe sneak out Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, those three. So oh. Northwestern. So that'd put us at five. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and you, so, you got to pull one off. So you got to pull either Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio State. So like that's why I'm like you. Have, <laughs> Let's you, do it. You have. We're to winning win. out. Let's do it. We're winning them all. Okay, but look, pulling the lead, Reamer. Ten and two. We're, Here we're we go. Winning out, baby. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't come back to haunt him. Yikes! You hear that? Luke Reimer said, "I think we can win out." Ooh. Hey. Um. So here, believe, man. Ted Lasso. <laughs> believe. <laughs> also, hot take. That show is stupid and sucks. <laughs> Dude, I think it's great. I just, we just started watching it. It's fantastic. I still haven't seen any it's, of it. It's, I need to. I was pleasantly surprised by Ted Lasso. It was. Oh I was pleasant. I, I mean, I wasn't. I was just surprised. I thought it was just strict humor, yeah. like The Office. I didn't realize it was gonna like pull on my heartstrings. So yeah. I hate it. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so good. Man. It hurts so. It good, does pull on those heartstrings. Yeah, it yeah. does, man. Goodness. So okay. So after this Oklahoma game, now we're looking forward to Michigan State. Who are some players for you guys that like you were like, man, I liked what I saw at Oklahoma, and who do you think is gonna have some big games again against Michigan State? Uh, I think Cam Jurgens may have just put his name into the first round draft in oh, first round draft pick talks and maybe I hope he comes back. <laughs> yeah. I think he will. He's a, he's a right shirt sophomore. Yeah. So he has one more year. If he, if he wants to co- come back after that, man, he could have three more years. Yeah, here, he you could, know? yeah exactly. I think That's this insane. offensive line, this whole offensive line could play together for at least three more years, yep. two more years for sure. And then Adrian, man, if he comes back too, but regardless, Cam Jurgens, man, forget the 15 yard penalties. I was so mad when it happened, but <laughs> this dude, man, was just hammering fools. He was throwing them all over the field. Plowing them 30 yards Plowing back. Them 30 yards downfield, just one hand shoving dudes all over the place. He was, all of his snaps looked great, man. He, he was a dog out there. There's the one play. He was like falling down to the ground. And as he's like, he's like parallel with the ground, has like no leverage. He just like stuck his arm out there and just shoved their linebacker like five yards backwards. Yeah, it was, I mean, and they're not small guys. No, they're some of the best. Li- they the have best one of the best lineback- one of the best linebacking units in the country yeah. is Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, which is why Adrian didn't get his rushing yards. But <laughs> yeah, Cam Jurgens is killing it, man. I think he's doing amazing stuff. I think everybody who was upset at Scott Frost within his first two years is definitely eating crow, yeah, eating myself crow, included. I was like, <laughs> get that fool off the field old man as 15 snaps over his head or whatever i was over it but dude he has taken shape and he is throwing guys around he's mauling people yeah, that oh, there was one block uh, one of those let's see who had the two touchdowns we had 
Adrian had a rushing. Adrian had a rushing and a passing, right? Yeah. Uh, no passing. Yeah, he threw one for, didn't he? I think we only had one touchdown. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. So, um, but he had a seal block. I remember he just stepped back and let that nose tackle come in, and he just destroyed him to the side, opened he up a huge a hole. Omar. Yeah, Omar, yeah, he had yep. Omar's, yep. yeah. And 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 so it just opened up the lane for that, and I was just, I was just watching that. He is, man, flying under the radar. I mean, I don't know if he could say under the radar. He's been talked about a lot, but um, he... Yeah, he was my breakout player of the year, and he's just destroying it. He's been it, so. living up yeah. to it, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll go with, I really I really liked Doman this weekend, man. He yeah. I felt like he was in the right place. He has some great plays where he was all over the coverage and shut down you know, their tight ends, their, even their running backs that, that were going out for passes. Um, uh, he clutched tackles. I think he ended up with like 13 tackles. Um, and he, yeah, he, he, really, he really just... I felt like he had been a slow start this year. Not not that he was playing bad, um, but he just hadn't really done much. But I felt like he was he was really stepping in. And I'll throw a bonus one for offense. I thought I thought Betts just once again, Xavier Betts yeah. just showed us his potential. Man, like he is just a he's a dude out there, man. Yeah. He, yeah. How about we speed, how about height. we stop putting Wyatt Leeward and Levi Falk? No offense. How about we stop putting them on the field because we know for a fact that Xavier Betts is better. Oh than man, like that, even like last week when he had that one freak catch that popped up in the air and like came under it and they got called back for, you know, which was dumb. Yeah. Shouldn't have, but that was a um, great catch. Man. Yeah. But I mean, he's just showing his potential. So yeah, man, I like his, I mean, he's got the speed just on that. Was that a 52 yard pass play? Yeah. That he got. He man, burned just, the guy, he man. Just, just ran past man, the guy. He, he had two steps too. on him. Yeah. Great and, catch. Perfect yeah, pass. Let's not, let's not delivery. dog Adrian. That was a great that throw. Great that throw. might've been right, my favorite throw game. Adrian's had this year. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, he just Definitely. dropped a dime. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but if I had to guess that was probably like a four or five star corner. Oh, I'm sure it was easily. That he just throttled on the sideline. Yeah. And so for me, I mean, I'm going on the, Defensive side of the ball, and I got a little bit of a hot take. All right, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. it's not that hot, but based on who the face of the defense has been the past couple of years, I'm actually going to be kind of bold to say this. I think Deontay Williams has been the best defensive back in the Frost era. I think he wow. is the best defensive back. That's over Lamar Jackson, hey, DiCaprio I- Boodle. I think. Deontay Williams is that guy. I'm with you. I yeah. think he's I'm flying buying it. over the. Dude, I I love watching this guy make tackles. Oh man, he is such a sheer like he is a Top hard hitter. Team. He just he just makes as many plays. tackles as Doman. Yeah. He's just all over the field. He already has a few picks on the season. Like I I think he has just been. I think he's kind of elevated himself this season. He's got a couple he, sacks. He's the guy. He um, might be the like if I could pick one of our guys to make like. I know there's going to be a big play and we need one guy to tackle that running back or that wide receiver. Yeah. I might be picking him as our, our guy. Like if I had to handpick who I want to make Luke the tackle Reimer for me, but <laughs> Dude, I'm all over. I love Reimer, but I, I, I just feel like as the guy I'm going to trust in just that one-on-one situation, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm what Reimer would be right there, but I think yeah. I'd probably pick him. So. I just, yeah, I seen eight ball is his nickname. Eight ball. Um, I mean, I've just seen this guy play. He's playing hard. Lights out this season. He's not a big personality either. No, he just, just, just kind of like, man. It's all yeah. business. But, man, the guy is just a – he's just a baller. And I think he is, man, just 
probably one of the best defensive backs Nebraska's had in a long time. And I'm pretty bold. Uh, yeah, I like his demeanor in the backfield. Cause it's way different than like Cam Taylor Britts and like the Lamar Jacksons of the world. Yep. It's just, it's just, you, yep. he just, he's all business and he takes care of that business. And man. we have him as the fourth or tied for third leading tackler on the team with 23 as a safety, which is a lot of tackles for a safety. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cam Taylor Britt has 10 total tackles this year. And how many and ten bonehead mistakes so. and about fifty sorry, bonehead mistakes. Sorry, 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 sorry CTB. Cam. Sorry, sorry Cam. Cam. But light a fire, my friend. We need you. We need you. We, we know you're going to be listening we, to this podcast. So. <laughs> we know that you're listening. Number one listener each week, Cam Taylor Britt. First and foremost, I need I need every I need gas for the next couple of weeks. So if you could just use some of that nil money, shift it over here. <laughs> I'll take it. No. Uh, yeah, those are great. I think we're missing James, obviously, so I, I was going to play this at the beginning, but I'll play it now. His was uh, Connor Cole. <sighs> James Teichman, 2022. <laughs> and also Nebraska's football season. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, then, and then Zane picks him to win by 40. And then, so. pick, and then I pick us pick us to win every single game and then beat Florida in, a rose, in the, in the by 100. poinsettia bowl, <laughs> whatever. Oh, yeah. It's been, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see how this next game plays out before we can talk about the rest of the, the season. I, I, I think we're going to, oh, I don't know if we're going to win. I, I have 30-27 either or. Pick no. one. Matthias, does Nebraska win or does Michigan State win? 30-27. to 27. Michigan State. <laughs> you, oh. asked, you asked the Iowa fan. I lost it. I gave him too much, too too much, much power. power on the podcast. Matthias, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going 23-24 Michigan State. Ugh, I know. It. I know. It. All right. Yeah. Are you going to redeem um, us, Chris? Come on, Chris. You know what? Oh no. You know what? I don't know. We what. don't know what. Man, this score is really really hard to predict. I will be honest about that. Um, I will go 24-21. Nebraska. Oh, hey, this lose, is Nebraska. Right? <laughs> Nebraska <laughs> sneaks out of East Lansing because Nebraska's defense does just enough. That's what I'm talking to about. give the offense like an opportunity it. to score late. I like it. I like it. Too. I think. I man, I, I am nervous for this game, but I think our defense is the real deal. I don't think Michigan State's offense is as good as Oklahoma's offense. Nope. They have the best <laughs> running back in the nation, in my opinion. Kenneth Walker III. That is true. They have a great run, run game. But uh, our run defense stop. is very good. And our defense as a, as a whole is much better than their offense as a whole. And I think it, And flip-flopped. So I know Nebraska lost, but I think they actually gained a little bit of confidence this week after going toe to toe with the number three team in the nation. Yep. Our, our offense is top 60 in the nation and in, in every category and their defense is bottom 90 in every oh, category. Wow. So they, they give up, they give up passing yards. I saw they do. Um, they worst, worst pass defense in the big 10. Yeah. Which is interesting. You just, I wouldn't yeah. expect that with, from a Michigan state team, but this isn't your normal Michigan state team and transfers. different, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I feel like if we can somehow establish a run game, even though their their pass defense is what what's weak, if if we can establish, establish a run bit. game and Adrian gets a couple big plays on his feet and he just stays poised and drops some dimes, like I feel like this is one of those things that I feel like it's I felt like the OU game probably should have been more of a shootout, but it wasn't just with the way we're playing. So I don't expect us to score as many as maybe we think we could with our offense, but. Yep, I, I would love to pick Nebraska on this. Um, I I couldn't. I genuinely I, know. I couldn't tell if 
No, I get it. I would I'm, love for us to win. I don't know if we can it's score. Close. I don't know if we can score thirty. It might be a little bit lower scoring, but yeah, I I, I started up higher and I just kept going down with my score. Um, Chris, this is how you you take it, the lead in the the predict. We're all sitting at three and one in our predictions this year. So like this is how, if you get this right and we get it wrong, this is how you jump oh, up. Man. So come on, Chris. We'll see. Come on, Chris. My, my wife, wife says. Uh, Hannah says twenty eight to twenty four, Nebraska. So nice. and I said that's okay. a that's a fairly good guess. You know that's that covered uh, that's around what the spread is saying. So I was like, that's great. And she said, I don't know what that means, but cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife came in at uh, twenty one ten Michigan State. Boo. So Boo. I know my I wife know. came in and said twenty seven seventeen Nebraska. Let's go. Let's go, Morgan. Red. We'll get our we'll get a prediction from Jimbo. I'm sure eventually. Jimbo. Honestly, it doesn't even matter because he's not. Oh, here, here. it is. Twenty eight twenty one. Twenty eight Nebraska. Nebraska from James. Wow. Well, okay, James is with me. I like it. All right. I'm All a, right, James. Don't get my hopes up, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know where you live. Hey, I I, I'm going to bet money that by Saturday morning. Either Zane or Drew changes and thinks Nebraska. Yeah, win we'll this game. see. All right, eh? that, <laughs> we'll that, see. That yeah, I'm oh, not gonna lie. I've, I've been wanting to say Nebraska the whole time. I was just like, eh, I just can't. This would be a great start to beat a great, top twenty man. team on this the road. Great. I hope. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing. I hope with everything I am that I'm wrong. So I, oh, yeah. I you know what I mean. Of I don't care. Me too. I'm, so. I'm gonna be wearing all red, red underwear, red pants, red also, shirt. Also, Iowa gets upset red. this week. Oh, Ooh, who, who, they, they who do they have? I have no clue. No. <laughs> Let's find out who Don't Iowa. even know. Let's, but predict we're just Iowa's, Let's predict Iowa's game real yeah. quick before we end it. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe we can bring our producer into this segment. Iowa plays Mary. Oh, no, Colorado State. They play Colorado State. Oh, that, Watch out yeah. for Colorado State. They're, they're going to win that game by In like 40. Iowa, so. I don't know. The 2.30 start time kind of does it for me. We're going to go 30 to 0, Colorado State. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for <laughs> <laughs> on that note on that note thank you guys so much for listening to the big red rundown we hope that you're enjoying this as much as we be, we have been it's been incredible we're having a, a blast doing it we're going to come back next week we're going to recap michigan state and hopefully talk about how awesome our kicking game has been how we miss it how we made out we scored 30 points on 10 field goals it's great we love it we're rocking and rolling it's a great season we're gonna win the rest of our games we'll see we'll, we'll see you guys next week for sure and we'll talk about michigan state we'll recap that we'll look ahead to the northwestern game at home maybe we'll, we'll talk about alternate jerseys or something i don't know we'll we'll fill the space with something but um we love you guys we're, we're thankful that you're listening we are we are officially on um apple podcasts now so feel free to give us a listen there give us a review listen on spotify and all other platforms that you listen to the podcasts on um, give us some good reviews, share it with your friends and family, and we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you. <laughs>